Welcome to your daily dose with Bob and Nick. It's Bob. In today's episode, Nick and I discuss the challenge of reading books as we've gotten older, especially during these times of unprecedented distraction and mental stimulation. Listen in as we discuss our different approaches to literature in 2020, from the audiobook to the written word to Mad Magazine's holiday edition. It's always an interesting ride. Enjoy. Reading is fundamental. Uh, did you have you had scholastic book fairs and stuff? Like oh, that, yeah. Right? I used to read so much. And actually, it's funny because I post a lot on social media. You have to mm-hmm. keep running on the hamster wheel. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes I just do it to post something, right? Like, it's not necessarily there's a lot of forethought to it. I'm not being probably as funny as I'd like or as clever as I'd like. I'm not expecting necessarily engagement. I'm just feeding that thing. I'm, I'm running on the hamster wheel. You keep, I think is, you're keeping the flow going, yeah. but aren't you afraid that it will become white noise? Uh, yes, but then I got some really good advice reading related this week from a post that was kind of a throwaway. So I actually posted it to uh, Instagram and I shared it on Facebook uh-huh. because you can do that and you yeah. can keep everything going. And it was this picture of me as a kid, like six, seven years old, reading a book like 70s, the, the picture had browned even more I than it saw started. that picture. Yeah. I love it. You could see your face in that picture. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And all of the sudden, I think it's up to 25 people responded because I said, oh, I wish I could read like I used to. Something along those lines. Yeah. Again, not really thinking that people were going to give me advice. All this response Good responses like, hey, what about audiobooks in the car? Um, yeah. To a friend of mine who works at the Herndon Library. Uh, and she gave me this long list of like advice and really good stuff that people ended up sharing. Um, it was amazing. You, you ended up becoming a resource for other people. Yeah. Because uh, I too, to be honest with you, when I saw that picture, I related to that concept. because I, I consumed almost 40 books now in the last nine months. Yeah. Uh, and I've only read, read, read uh, with my eyes too. Yeah. Okay. And that tells you how I like to consume books. But to control my brain, to look at the written word and to spend hours reading is very, it's difficult to me. It's, it, it is now, but it wasn't when I was younger. But I think because we're overstimulated, there's just... We're overstimulated and I think I could get back into it. It's just, you know, I'm almost, it's a little to me like it used to be with drinking where I didn't want to drink when I was younger because I felt like it was a, I needed control. Mm-hmm. Like, I know I'll get into it. I know I'll read for six hours straight. <laughs> but that just seems like a, such a large investment. It is. It is. That I can't do it. It's almost like watching, you know, you've recommended some documentaries. You've recommended some really great things to me. Yeah. Like, where do I carve out the time? I'm intimidated by carving, carving out that time for myself. Yeah. And so, yeah, the audio books, that's a great way of doing it and things like it that. It takes time, too, though. Yeah. I have to tell you, I, I started listening to a uh, biography of Ulysses S. Grant. I think it was by Bruce Chernow. And uh, 48 hours. Oh, yeah. 48 hours of book. I, I literally listened to 12 hours and then said, hey. Uh, I need a break. Yeah. Thanks yeah. Thanks for that. But, but um, yeah, I, I just... My daughter, Devin, she consumes books with her eyes like fast and hungrily. She's, she's one of the most voracious readers that yeah, I know. Yeah, they had to stop letting her into uh, bookstores because she was always undressing the books with her eyes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 
leaving her saliva all over the place. Yeah, like, yeah. The books were feeling very uncomfortable when she was around. <laughs> so they revoked her membership there. She is. <laughs> it is. I, I like to. I. With speaking of reading, I, I bought a Mad magazine today. I saw that. I didn't it's, know they were still making it. I did not either. And uh, it's the Christmas edition. And I grew up. Uh, on Mad Magazine, and so I'm standing in Publix, and I turn around and I see Alfred E. Newman with Santa Claus beard and hat, and I say, "It's that time of the season to go back to the silliness of Mad Magazine." Sure. I used to get Mad Magazine cracked. Uh, there were a couple other ones that were just really silly, silly things that made me giggle, and I felt like ah, I need that kind of simplicity. You so you used to read Mad Magazine? Oh yeah, I mean that was one of the only ways to get you know, dumb humor, right? Like it was the comic books. There was no other ways to consume media if you wanted a specific type of media, mm-hmm. right? Like if you wanted comedy, you were buying cassette tapes from stand-up comics, yeah, right? So Father Guido Sarducci and Emo Phillips and Paul Cheech Poundstone. And and yeah, all of yeah. those guys. Um, so yeah, that was the only way to get it. And if you wanted dumb humor, uh, that was one way of doing it. <laughs> but it wasn't all dumb. dumb. You know what I mean. I, mean, like I know. Immature. Silly, right? yeah. yeah, yeah, Kinda, yeah. yeah. And, yet, and yet, very insightful. I mean, it's, to me, it's funny because my, my Mad Magazine habit progressed into a, a National Lampoon habit. Yep. I felt like I had matured to the point where I could take on something that had a little more edge. And mm-hmm. when I was a young teen or maybe even a tween and I first encountered National Lampoon, it was like naughty it was they would they they showed topless girls sometimes and they used swears and it was just it was more of an adult thing yeah i loved it yeah so so have you read this yet i haven't i have i literally just cracked the cover when i was talking to you and right. I, I got kind of excited because there's some good colorful stuff right. in there. i want a book report on that maybe that's what we should do is just require book reports now when we're <laughs> reading stuff hey it's nick Thanks for listening to your Daily Dose. If you can have that book report on my desk by Monday, it needs to be single-spaced and at least 27 pages. No, that's, that's too many. I'm not going to read that. If you do want some extra credit on your book report, find the person you think would most appreciate the story you just read and share it directly with them. Skip the social media. Just share it with one person. That's a good connection. I think we can all enjoy. Well, the two of you will enjoy. Have a great day.